everyone. Welcome to another session on caffeine and carrots. Today we have Huey Le. Uh, he's ex-head of CS uh, at Zoom Apex. And uh, by for the passion that he has for CS, he has started his own CS consulting and recruitment firm based out of Sydney. Welcome to the session. Thank you, Angie. Uh, glad to be here today. Absolutely. So uh, the topic of today's session is uh, obviously more uh, suited on the experience that Huey has. Uh, he has spent a lot of time in managing teams in Apex. So we thought nothing better than this, really understanding how CS is in the region, how teams behave here, how leaders should manage. So if we start from there, the first uh, question that I would ask Huey uh, uh, is how... Uh, he thinks the CS is in the region in terms of the maturity, the readiness, uh, compared to the other parts of the world, specifically if I may say just US, because we do understand US is doing fairly well in CS as of today. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a very good question. And I'll, I'll go back to when I was at Zoom almost like a year and a half ago. And so much has changed as well since I left Zoom in terms of the customer success role itself. Um, so what I do now is uh, customer success recruitment and consulting, uh, which means I get an opportunity to meet with a lot of CS leaders, uh, CSMs uh, almost daily. Uh, so LinkedIn actually came out with a report about four weeks ago. Um, so customer success is number 15 in Australia as the fastest growing job. And in Singapore, it's number 10. Uh, what I've also been seeing as well from a recruitment perspective is the number of uh, CCO roles now advertised across the board, which means that, um, I guess, clients are now or businesses are now seeing customer success as value to their business as well. Um, so, yeah, the growth is definitely, uh, in terms of maturity, is growing in, uh, in APAC. The community is also growing as well. Uh, there's communities now in Australia, in New Zealand, in Singapore, and also in India. So that really shows to you that there is a need for custom success and everyone wants to learn and collaborate with each other. Wonderful. So uh, uh, last time uh, during COVID, when we saw uh, there was a lot of turbulence, we, we did see teams kind of letting go of their CS teams as well. But lately, uh, rather recently, I met a, a group here locally and we discussed the same layoffs and we realized that actually good for the organiza organizations, they did not let go of the CST members. So that itself was, uh, as in we were discussing that, uh, it's a good indication that people are valuing it. They understand the importance of having CS uh, in the organizations. So maybe we'll touch upon that a little later. Yeah. Moving on to the uh, next question that, I already had in mind is uh, what do you think is a very uh, unique or exclusive trait of CS in the region? Obviously, understanding that it's not vast. It's like there are very different set of nationalities here, countries here. Yeah, I was actually having a conversation with a leader uh, yesterday, actually, and we were talking about the unique traits in APAC and. I put forward a question swim and the question was, how many countries do you think there are in APAC? And the number he gave me was 20. And I said, well, double that. There's, there's about 40 countries in APAC, which means that there could be about 40 different versions of how to do custom success, uh, if you think of it that way. APAC is very unique in so many ways. I mean, different languages, different cultures, 
Um, English isn't a universal language in APAC as well. In Australia, yes, we speak English here, but in Japan, Japanese is first language for majority of people there as well. So that, that for me is definitely the most unique trait, trait in APAC as well. Um, so when we think about kind of, you know, how do we build a CS team and strategy and structure, we need to take that into account as well. Um, are our customers going to be able to speak to someone, let's say in Japan, in English? Most likely not. So if you're looking at working with customers, and I'm going to use Japan as a perfect example because for me, it's a very unique country and culture with how to do business. You will need to build a team in Japan to work with customers in Japan. Thank yeah, you. so that, that for me is, yeah, the most unique part of being an APAC. Perfect. And uh, again, uh, going back to the recent meeting, we also discussed that culturally, as in the business culture itself is so different in the organizations, what customers expect in one uh, country is very different than what customers expect in the other country, okay? So the kind of activities that the CS organizations do may actually vary drastically, and that is totally okay, because that is what- That's right. That's right. And I'll touch on that a little bit as well. I mean, you know, I, I've managed a team before across APAC from Australia to Singapore to India uh, to Japan, right? And, you know, when we talk about the customer success journey, it's all the same in the first 30 days. There's always the kickoff onboarding call with a customer, right? Obviously, it depends on where you are. It may be run in a different language. Where it gets a little bit different is that past 30 days after the onboarding kickoff call, right, is your relationship with your customer and how, how you maintain or how do you actually increase that relationship with your customer as well. Uh, you know, in Singapore, a lot of customers there are normally financial services. So the conversations could be very different. You're talking about, you know, integrations, how it collaborates with their uh, tech stack and then, you know, whereas in Japan, you might be spending that after 30 days just translating a lot of the uh, documents to send to customers. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something you need to consider. Makes sense. So uh, uh, the uniqueness of the region and now since we are also saying that it is definitely maturing up to a certain level uh, and uh, uh, the kind of discussions you are having, if I may just ask you, how do you think uh, CS leaders, uh, because uh, we may not have a CS leader in every one of the 40 countries around here, but how do they organize their CS teams effectively in order to leverage the strengths that they have and also manage the uh, uniqueness that is there in the CS in the region? Yeah, I always say as a leader in APAC, you know, you, you don't need to be on the ground in every country. I mean, as I said before, there's 40 different countries in, in Asia Pacific. I mean, unless you plan to be in every country every day, that's you know, still virtually impossible, right? So the first thing is for me is that collaboration internally with your cross-functional partners. That's going to be so key, right? Um, learning about how they do business. Uh, in Australia, you know, when I was at Zoom, I dealt very closely with our country manager, I've worked very closely with our local marketing manager, with our local sales team, um, with our product team as well, right? Understand the go-to-market strategy in Australia 
is going to be very different to your go-to market strategy potentially in Singapore, where it could be very partner-driven as well. The marketing is also going to be very different as well. So as a, as a leader, I think for me is the most key thing is that cross-functional collaboration. Uh, secondly, as well, is learning about your customers. Um, now, you know, there's a lot of articles out there talking about the right ways of doing customer success, the wrong ways of doing customer success. And you know, I argue against that because that depends on the products that you have um, as well as your strategy as well. Uh, so, and the, also the maturity of the customer's understanding of customer success. So I encourage every leader to, you know, speak to their customers in Singapore, educate them on what customer success is, what does a customer success manager do? And, you know, you'll find out that as a leader as well, especially if you're new to being a CS leader in APAC, that you uncover a lot of, a lot of customers, um, have different ways of how they work with other customer success managers, other vendors as well, right? And, you know, that, that's where you come in as a leader, right, is to set right expectations, Fair enough. So uh, if we get a little more operational here, so um, in a while I was speaking to somebody in Europe, a slightly similar case in Europe as well, that every country there has a different culture. So the way customers expect to be managed or uh, aligned is different. So uh, I was speaking to head of operations in one of the organizations and she mentioned that while they are setting up processes and all, they do provide liberty to the local CSMs adjusted the way they think is suited for their set of customers. So same question, if I um, uh, check with you, uh, in APEC, if CS leaders are setting up certain uh, processes for uh, customer success teams, the way they define test score, the way, the way they intend to run onboarding, or the way they intend to approach the upcoming renewals, how do you think they should um, manage that across the uh, region? What, how, what what kind of tools should they use? What kind of flexibility should they bring in? Yeah, it's, it's a very good question uh, as well. And I go back to, again, the 40 different countries. There's going to be 40 different potential holidays, right? Uh, in Australia, we've got Australia Day. Obviously, that's not going to be celebrated in, in a country like Singapore, right? Uh, Singapore has its own cultural holidays as well, right? So when we think about metrics and KPIs and data, um, you know, we, we have to think about how these KPIs can be very different across each of these countries, uh, right? So, you know, as a, as a good example, I had a team of education-focused CSMs in Australia, Japan, and Singapore. And when you look at the data uh, as well, right, you see the, you know, especially in the March period in Australia, uh, the, the usage is quite high because that's when university starts, whereas in another country, it was quite low, right? So we need to take that into account as well with these seasonal holidays. Um, going back to your question, uh, look, there's no one-size-fits-all strategy and it's not perfect, right? But I think what's key here is working with your team, right, and coming up with the right KPIs that deliver outcomes for your customer, right? And whether that's going to be uh, retention um, as a focus, right, versus potentially upselling in a in you know in in Singapore or just integration. That's all going to be very different. Um, so I think yeah, again, key for me is um, cross collaboration, 
working with your cross-functional partners to set the right KPIs for your team in each of these countries. Makes sense. Makes sense. So um, if I uh, uh, talk a bit about the CSMs, mm -hmm. uh, CSMs need to be very agile in, in really managing. So either they will be very packed saying, uh, I'm managing customers only in this region or uh, if they are kind of extending their role and helping in others. And I do understand perhaps a CSM in Singapore may not be able to help customer in Japan because that language uh, knowledge might not be there with the CSM, but to whatever extent it is possible, they still will have to um, uh, stay very agile in knowing the process, understanding the process, as well as educating the customer about the role that they have. So given that, uh, uh, I, I know I'm slightly tweaking from our subject, but then given that, what do you think how CSMs should prepare themselves to do the best that they're supposed to do when they're here? Sorry, Enchi, my internet cut out. All right, no worries, I'll repeat. So uh, I said that this is uh, like, let's say for example, as I said, a CSM in Singapore perhaps might not be a dedicated CSM for a customer in Japan, but it still is possible that a CSM in Singapore might cater to a few customers in Australia, given some needs there or other uh, countries uh, nearby. So in that case, uh, how do you think CSM should prepare themselves to understand the nuances in the region, to understand how customers will be expecting different kind of CS from uh, from them in different regions. So how do you think they should prepare themselves? Yeah, it's a very good question as well. And internally, I always encourage uh, CSMs, whether you're in Sydney or in India or in Singapore, to learn from each other, right, internally, right? As in, you know, if you're a CSM in Sydney, uh, have a one-on-one -on -one with a CSM in Japan, understand their workflow, their day-to-day, -day, right? That's that's the first thing to, to learn about. Um, I think secondly, especially in the, with this current market as well, and the way CS or customer success is maturing across the region, it's a great opportunity to uh, reach out to uh, people in your own network, in the customer success network, right? Now, it's okay if you're in Australia reaching out to someone in Singapore and wanting to learn how they do customer success externally outside of your own company, All right? So I find that the customer success role is ever-evolving and th there's no kind of perfect way of how to do customer success. What I think customer success is and what it should be is delivering outcomes for your customer. And again, there's so many different versions of how do you deliver outcomes to your customer. So... I encourage everyone to go out there and just um, connect with the community, connect with other professionals in your network and continue to learn. Makes sense. So uh, uh, this is about uh, CSMs, how uh, they should prepare themselves, uh, also given the versatility that is there in the region and also given the way the market conditions are. And communities definitely a fantastic way of sharing knowledge and uh, learning from each other's experience. Now, if we step a little up and go back to CS leaders. So, mm -hmm. uh, and actually, you know, it's harder for CS leaders is what we are hearing because uh, they have a lot of responsibility of managing customers, managing team, and at the same time, maintaining the financials in the uh, organization. So how do you think uh, they should prepare themselves in the current scenario 
Yeah, very good question. I think the first thing is having a seat on the table. Um, now, that, that's most important, right? If you're a leader, you should be in every single um, go-to market meeting. Uh, so every company has got their own way of running a go-to market meeting, whether that's sales-led, whether that's um, engineering-led, right? Have a seat on a table in each of these meetings. Now, you don't have to be in every single weekly meeting, right? But show to these departments that you are actually part of this, this customer success team, right? And he, you're here to represent your department and this is what we're doing. Right. So I think it's very important that when you have a seat on the table as well, is to also show the value of customer success. What value is adding to your business? Now, every company is going to be different, whether that's we've increased um, our retention rate this quarter or we've moved the needle in terms of upselling or we've managed to uh, you know, manage a very large customer and they want to be a case study for us now. Right. So you need to kind of, for me, is pick the right meetings to have these conversations, right, and have a seat on the table. And um, so always have the mindset of every single month, right, which meeting can I attend, right, that's going to show to this particular department that this is what the customer success is doing to the business. So basically, um, uh, staying very uh, hands-on, uh, on the ground, be very aware of what customers are looking for, what kind of conversations perhaps CSMs are having with the customers, so on and so forth. Makes total yeah. sense. Being hands on is, is of importance. One more uh, question, and uh, perhaps that would be the uh, last for today. Uh, there are two aspects currently. Uh, one, the way the market is. There's a lot of uncertainty. And it's yeah. actually getting even more un uncertain instead of stabilizing. Uh, secondly, uh, we discussed initially that, yes, CS and APEC is also maturing. We are seeing that. But then uh, it's still quite intricate, okay, uh, compared to uh, other regions perhaps. So how do you think CS and how do you think CS leaders around the uh, region are thinking or should plan the next two, five years for customer success? Is there anything exclusive that they should be doing to bring CS to that level where there's a lot of maturity in the customers themselves? Because right now the situation is where you have to educate your customers and mm -hmm. explain what, what the CSM role would be, how they should expect to leverage them and so on and so forth. So what exactly in nutshell CS, CS leaders should be envisioning and planning towards in the next two, five years? Yeah, I mean, current right now is chat GPT, uh, you know, and AI technology, right? Every, every business is talking about it. And no matter what business you are in, whether you're in a corporate business or a SaaS business, we're, we're hearing every day about AI and chat GPT, right? So I think as a CS leader, we need to think about it. We can't avoid it. That's, that's the first thing, right? We, we need to think about how can this actually help our team be better CSMs. Um, so for me as a CS leader, it's it's about being aware of the current technology, the future technology, but also what are your competitors doing? And I I do this quite a lot. Uh, you know, when I was at Zoom, I was always always looking out at what Microsoft Teams was gonna 
you know, have next, right? And what was uh, Cisco WebEx going to have next, right? Communicating that to your own team as well. So they're aware of these conversations when they have these meetings with their customers. So to answer your question in terms of envisioning CS and going back to being having a seat on the table, it's having an understanding of your own industry and having a good understanding of the, the current technology as well and how it plays with your team. Wonderful. So this, uh, while I said this perhaps might be the last question now since you brought ChatGPT and technology, let me actually uh, shoot one more. So uh, what bases your experience and your interactions with the industry leaders around how do you think technology is being leveraged in the region? Is it like very technology heavy today or really not so as of today? This, the CS in the region. Yeah, I, I'd say very heavy technology. And I, I think it's because of CSMs, we talk about community, right? There, there's, there's an event, there's opportunity for people to our network and learn from each other. And you think about the domino effect. If one CSM is working with spreadsheets and they work with another CSM who's using technology, they're going to be heavy influenced by, wow, that, I want that technology because that's going to help me in my day-to-day. And then same conversation happens again, right? So I think, I, I think it's very heavy technology uh, focused as well, which is great. As a CSM, I think it should be because you're dealing with technology every day as well. Uh, and I, with customers as well, one thing we need to take into account is as CSMs, we work with a lot of technology. How do you think your customers are going through at the moment as well, working with their technology stack as well, right? So always taking that into account when we have conversations with customers. It's okay if they don't attend every meeting with you. It's probably because they're having another meeting with another CSM with another tech stack they have, right? So um, yeah, I think to answer your question again, uh, technology is something that we can't avoid and we should embrace it. Absolutely. Wonderful. So a lot of technology being used, a lot of communities there to share knowledge and a lot of retention of CS uh, in the given scenario. So uh, what we hear is that a CS definitely is on a higher maturity curve, but perhaps it's very different CS compared to other regions because of the uniqueness that it has. Wonderful. As always, I enjoyed our conversation with you and uh, maybe we will have a few more uh, folks joining us for our next session whenever we do that. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Ray. No worries. Thanks, Angie. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.